Hi, and welcome to the Mountain Collective Podcast. Hi guys, my, my name is Michael, uh, Michael Gula. Uh, I'm the, uh, like a Batman of, of LinkedIn, I, I like to call myself. Uh, I got two lives. Uh, the first one is uh, we have this reality capturing company. We do laser scanning, we do photogrammetry, we use it for uh, scan to beam business. We do also AR, VR, uh, we do customized applications for uh, AR experiences and uh, basically, what we're trying to do is to uh, to take the physical world and bring it to uh, virtual one. Uh, so that, that's my core business. Uh, the second half of my life is is my life on on LinkedIn, where I try to build the audience uh, basically uh, around anything 3D. Uh, this is really helping me to scale up my business, uh, to bring new streams of uh, revenue, and uh, like to to really. Uh, <clears throat> like make my personal brand outside of my out, outside of my hometown. Yeah, no, I, I love I love what you're doing, man. Like we have been talking beforehand uh, about uh, consistency, and and um, for everyone who's who's listening, you should also check out the um, you know the the videos. Yeah, you look pretty. You know, you look like you go to the gym. So that's so we start <laughs> to talk about you know like the relationship between you know gym mindset. And yeah, also yeah. like, um, everything that has to do with being, being like taking that mindset from the gym and apply it, uh, to, to your workflow, which is, which is interesting. So, uh, but what I also really found very interesting about your profile in general, like the, like how you think is that you are pushing the message, um, on LinkedIn on a really high base. And, uh, and that's how I got to know you actually that you are, you know, looking for, new ways how to teach uh, people about you know the biggest challenges the technical challenges that they have uh, i think like most of my audiences are 3d artists artists in general houdini artists and they basically always often have you know this need to keep up with you know the latest software uh, and changes and uh, so thank you for 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 being here first and foremost and second is that you're bringing so much value to to the to the community so um the first question that i have is obviously like where does your passion come from like like why are you doing so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the like almost two years ago i was in the situation with my company when uh, the the things weren't working uh, really great <clears throat> uh, i was really struggling and i knew that i had to change something right uh, I always give this example with, uh, I don't know if you like ice hockey, but uh, I always give the, this example with with Canada. If Canada is losing in ice hockey, uh, what they do? They always fight, right? They they just need to change uh, everything that's happening on the ice rink, right? They just need to uh, make some something different, uh, do something uh, very strong to like just just change the situation right on, on on the ice so that's what i was thinking about that uh if i don't want to give up with my business i need to do something really really hard something very edgy to like really change the the game that i'm playing so uh that was the time when i was browsing through linkedin and i saw this guy uh selling fertilizers <laughs> through linkedin 
which was a aha moment for me because I was like, sorry, if 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 a guy can can sell fertilizers through through LinkedIn, then then I can really sell sell basically anything, right? Uh, from that moment, I I knew that uh, I got to do the LinkedIn stuff. So I uh, I have got uh, all the paid Google advertisements, Facebook advertisements, and, and, and this stuff. I cut it all. And I just started to to really focus on on LinkedIn, and I'm pretty sure it already paid off. So, <laughs> yeah, man. No, I mean that's how I know you. Like it, <clears throat> like definitely, I think the um, the social media game underestimate how much value LinkedIn can offer. Nah, uh, I think the the this paradigm is shifting. It's 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 really changing. Uh, I'm getting a lot of traction from. From uh, also bigger companies that uh, are noticing uh, me personally and the, the whole industry like like uh, growing, and it's funny because I'm I'm still like okay I have more than 50k followers but uh, comparing to other guys that that I know from for example from robotics uh, or or in the industry 4.0 and and these uh, these industries. Uh, they have several hundreds of thousands of, of followers, right? So uh, this this topic that I'm concerned about, that I where I I want to try the, the uh, I want to build the audience, it's uh, it's very it's quite niche, uh, but it's still young and with a huge potential. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I see myself uh, with the hundreds thousands of followers, not not. Uh, this this amount that I have right now, but already with these numbers, I'm getting calls and and uh, strong companies are asking me to to help them uh, build the presence uh, on LinkedIn, especially yeah. on LinkedIn because that's that's what I'm focused on. Right. So yeah. I have these collaborations with with uh, Hexagon, for example, or just the other day I was I was uh, reached by. HTC. Oh, I, I shouldn't be talking about this <laughs> yet, but yeah, yeah, that, that's another big company that uh, is interesting what, in what I'm doing and, and they see a value in, in the target group yeah. that I'm focusing on. Yeah, well, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you and it's because you also have a niche and your niche is, you know, um, is obviously 3D. But it's not 3D like as artists uh, know 3D. Like it's um, it's from the scanning, uh, from the photogrammetry uh, space, but also like software and hardware and workflows. I am though interested in something. Maybe I can keep that to the end, which is for the future. It's more about the 3D uh, Gaussian splatter splatting. I'm, I still have like problems like pronouncing that. And you, you, ha you have to call it uh, the name that I invented. I, I call ah. it gasp. <laughs> some yeah. some people don't like it. <laughs> the, the yeah, exactly. Butchering the the name, but uh, sorry for that. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can keep that a little bit like for for, for later, like to talk more sure. about like what what your thoughts about the future and 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 where these you know renderings uh, are going towards. Uh, but for now. It would be interesting to hear from you like how do you see like the um, how do you see the change from from 3d scanning uh like let's say five years ago definitely with the hardware limitations to where it's going maybe like uh, one year to two years from now uh i would uh, jump uh, back to to your 
previous uh, question, ju just to to uh, clarify this. Uh, my my 3D topic is, of course, more more broad than than you uh, okay. explained. Okay, Be because uh, from the from the core business, I'm not a 3D modeler. Uh, we do reality capturing, right? Uh, but I try to look at uh, 3D, <coughs> sorry, uh, at the 3D industry uh, as a whole. Uh, I try to be uh, an evangelist. So my mission on LinkedIn is not to like deeply understand each and every technology, hardware, software. That's not my mission. My mission is to to be like a, a first touch hub for for people that that need this information but doesn't have enough don't have enough time to to like deep in those right so yeah. i'm getting i'm getting a lot of feedback that uh, like michael you're doing a great job i don't have time to to be searching for all, all this stuff but you are giving me every day some, something new something interesting so i i think my mission is is uh, doing quite well uh, so far and uh, yeah it started this way that um, with my reality capturing capturing business uh i always was trying to find something new like some new software to to render our data sets or some new hardware how how to scan sites and so on and i realized that okay michael you are spending a lot of time uh, researching this so why 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 you don't use it in some other way right and this this other way was just to share it with other people uh why not like uh you can you can bring uh value to the market um, to linkedin and especially to your to your focus group or, or to to your industry so i started to share my my knowledge my experience my findings and i'm trying to do this since like it's almost three years <laughs> that i'm yeah. doing this and i think it's working so yeah definitely definitely it's working so the funny thing is that you say it's only two years because two years is a short amount of time like what is your education sorry what's your education like what uh where did you go to school for yeah um uh, i'm I studied international business, something that is uh, far away from <laughs> what I'm doing. But uh, I guess I'm I'm not the only one in the world that is not doing what uh, what he studied or she studied. So <laughs> <laughs> interesting. So uh, so so you studied business and you shifted. Like what what uh, what made you like think of like this you know this space where you are now? Like what made you go to, towards this space? Um. The beginning was very, very funny because I was trying to be a real estate agent like uh, eight oh, years ago or so. Yeah. And the first thing I did was to buy Matterport, right? You know Matterport. Uh, it's now, now it's almost old technology, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, it's still very used. Uh, at the time that I bought it. Uh, nobody knew about virtual tours and, and Matterport at all. Uh, it was really a uh, difficult uh, mm, service to sell. Uh, and at that time, I realized that uh, being a real estate agent is not really what I want. So, uh, but on the other hand, uh, doing stuff with Matterport, scanning sites, uh, houses, uh, doing some some other outputs out of it. Uh, that was something that I was really really uh, interested in. Uh, 
so I slowly shifted my my focus. Uh, I started to do more and more Matterport. But of course, soon I realized that uh, it has these limitations. It's not that accurate. It's, it cannot be used uh, outside and so on. So I bought my first uh, laser scanner. I started with a BLK360 from, from Leica. Uh, that was like an entry, uh, entry level scanner. Mm-hmm. And again, like in, in a half year or, or so, I again realized that there are limitations. It's not for everything. Like uh, you, you gotta level up your game again. So I bought RTC 360. And since then we are, we are doing like basically any, uh, any, uh, size jobs. Uh, we uh, started to do also photogrammetry. We combine laser scanning with photogrammetry. And I, I think we are, or at least uh, the, the feedback from, from our clients is that we are doing uh, amazing job. And, and that's something that is for fulfilling me. Absolutely. It's so interesting, man. Like, this is why I enjoy talking to people that are excited about their work because you see that like it's, it always, there is always something that sparks. And then from there, like you have a whole new place where you basically uh, enjoy first and foremost. I think you enjoy <clears throat> scanning a lot. Like it really like, gives you like this, you know, uh, fulfillment feeling. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's value for you and for your clients. Uh, first, of course, for your clients first and then for you. So sure. that makes, that makes complete sense that you came from real estate because I mean, 3D and real estate is very close to each other, honestly. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. I ask you, like, um, if I ask you, like, just I wanted to know more about this, like when you scan like a house, like what is it? What is it? What does it go for? Like what's, what's the, what's the value for the client? Uh, I wouldn't start with the, with the house because, uh, especially houses are so, so far it's, it's not very uh, feasible to, to scan a house because, you know, one day of scanning can go from, I don't know, 800 bucks to 13, 14, 1500 bucks. So, uh, to be scanning a house where the documentation costs an architect, like maybe, I don't know, few thousands or a lower, uh, something about ten thousand dollars. It's quite a big amount of of uh, money spent yep. on on the measuring side of the business. We have scanned uh, houses, but it's not very common. <clears throat> what is more common is uh, is to be scanning like uh, bigger buildings, administration buildings, old hotels, uh, old facilities, uh, industrial plants, and and this stuff. So yeah the bigger the 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 big the bigger the object is the more important is to measure it properly because uh you cannot be measuring with uh with the tape measure like ten thousand square meters you know you can <laughs> you, wouldn't do you can it. try or, or, or yeah, yeah. There, there are people that are actually doing this but uh, yeah it, i i find it quite a, a suicidal mission so <laughs> yeah so okay so let's say we we measured like this huge you know cube uh what yeah. what what does the client do with that like with these measurements this data so the basic uh like a raw up output of of the scanning and processing would be the the point cloud i call it personally uh like a holy grail of, of uh reality capturing because every other output is coming from the point cloud because the mm-hmm. point cloud is like this basic, uh, basic, uh, virtual copy or digital representation, if you will, of, of the actual physical site 
or house or empty, any object. So you get these very precise uh, measured points. Uh, it can be millions, billions, trillions, any kind of gazillions Num <laughs> number of, of, of points because uh, ob objects are from small to, to big, right? And uh, then we create other outputs. <coughs> uh, one of them is, for example, uh, 3D meshes. Uh, mm -hmm. which which uh, is basically transformation of, of uh, point cloud into into polygons uh, and then uh, with uh, texturing them so at the end you have these really nice 3d meshes with uh, photorealistic textures from from the real sites uh, it's very good for for visual inspections it's very good for visualizations for uh, also for uh, for uh, marketing purposes uh, yeah. and this stuff. Uh, for, yeah, visuals. For, 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 yeah, for, for people that uh, don't really understand the technology of photogrammetry and so on, uh, it's basically what you see on uh, Google uh, 3D maps, right? If you go to yeah. 3D, you, you can see all the buildings with uh, textures and basically uh, you can see what it almost really looked like. So I, it, I, heard, I heard you can download these, these files. Uh, yeah, they released these uh, free details, yeah. uh, which which is uh, a really big deal because yeah. uh, just like a half year ago, I did this video how you can uh, steal the three D uh, model yeah. from, from Google from Google Maps, and yeah. probably they got afraid because uh, in just a few months they released these three D tiles for free. So, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the extension? Is it like OMS or something, right? Like the the extension that you get from when you download, like from uh, it's 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 actually not for free, of course. Uh, they have yeah. these uh, these licenses, and uh, I have not used it uh, commercially yet. But uh, when I talk to to people that are using it, it's quite expensive. So mm -hmm. I think again we need to like cross some some mass adoption barrier that, that so, so that it's cheaper for for regular regular yeah. users but it's, but, but it's still like outdated because obviously you know like these cars don't really come here like often but they don't also the you know the scanning is quite up there so i think you know what you're doing is actually obviously like super great and um but uh so sure, now we are yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not going to replace the the our job right now because, uh, as you said, they are doing these uh, these uh, photographs, uh, like basic data. They are doing maybe once a year, for example, in in bigger cities. Okay, mm -hmm. even if they were doing it like twice, three times uh, uh, a year, it still will not be as detailed as as we are doing, right? It will be in the future, but but not right now. So uh, what they achieve is uh, I don't know, like like maybe 10, 15, 20 centimeters on on a pixel, uh, the resolution of, of the textures, for example, right? If we do some some building or some site properly, it can be below one centimeter. So you can literally read all the all the plates on on cars and nice. you know basically everything. So so that's. Uh, Totally different, uh, different uh, business and industry and game, uh, but uh, uh, these free tasks from Google are very useful. Especially, uh, it can be useful for architects uh, because uh, they can do their visualization uh, in the almost real site, right? Uh, they they wouldn't be putting their their models in uh, some uh, some some bo box ghosted uh, like like nah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah 
visual of 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 I, I how, it could, how it could how it could uh, look yeah. like, right? But but they can put it exactly on the on the model of of the right, so, part yeah. of the city, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had I had myself like I've done a lot of real estate, you know, visualizations back in the past when I was yeah. a 3D artist, and we had one problem, which was the backdrop. Uh, mm-hmm. It never it never fitted in the in the scene. So let's say there's a model of this, you know, like this building, and then you need like a, a background, and the background yeah. is always yeah. like you know like this hyper th- uh, theoretically like something. But if you have like a 3D scan, you can have like a, a scan of the whole yeah. space and you can rotate, yeah. you can have the fog, you know, working with it. I think, uh, but I mean, like the, the, um, but I, where I want to go now is, is the most exciting thing. And that's where I promise everyone <laughs> who's listening, like to go to is the, the future of, you know, rendering. And, uh, yeah. I, I think like Nerf, uh, is also like something that you post. I mean, for everyone who's listening, go to your LinkedIn. I will post, I will link that in the descri- description and, and you will see. What I'm talking about, these, these things are like super exciting, man. Like it's such an exciting space where, I mean, you can talk about it better than me, but we have two pathways, right? We have the 3D Gaussian splatting and the nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is your favorite? <clears throat> uh, that's, that's hard to tell because, uh, the first time I, I saw nerve, I was like, Oh, this, this is a revolution. Okay. Uh, one month ago, I saw the 3D Gaussian splatting, and I was like, "Oh, this is revolution!" I guess in in one or two months, but there may be another mm. thing where I would go, "Oh, this is revolution!" This is revolution. So it's it's, <laughs> it's it's really difficult to to to, to say. But uh, uh, I mean, the 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 3D Gaussian splatting is amazing. That uh, it's it's really fast and it really looks good uh better than the nerves and it also takes a smaller amount of data uh it's, it's not that heavy on on uh, uh rendering that's that's the reason why you can see now renders in uh in a web browsers mm-hmm. i did uh, just a few days ago i did this uh post where you can uh i don't know if if we can mention the brands here but uh yeah, number one. <laughs> I did this with the, with the Polycam. They, they they have this uh, add-on where you can upload your video or photos to to their site, and you can generate the the 3D Gaussian splatting, and they will directly uh, give you the link and the embed code to your website. You can put it on your website, and you have this interactive model of 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 the object that you right. scan. That's amazing. Like like that's really huge. From real estate through e-commerce up to basically anything, right? Uh, it's it's something that uh, I think has a potential for for massive adoption. It's mm-hmm. not going to be tomorrow, but uh, it's it's very interesting technology. Definitely, I think you touch upon one thing which excites me most is that um, the web application. I think that is a game game changer because. First, uh, high detail requirements, right? Like we always need like a super realistic 3D model. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Otherwise, we just go to an image that we, you know, that we <coughs> used to have. And second you thing know, is like, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, nice, it's nice that you touched the, the 3D modelers at the, at the beginning because mm-hmm. uh, the, the most haters are coming from this industry because they, they, will, <laughs> they, they will all tell you like, ah, okay, where's the physics? Uh, how does the mesh look? Is looking from from, yeah. from the Gaussian splatting or, or nurse? 
but I'm always like, like guys, stop! Like mm. it's 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 not the the path is not said like this that we we adjust nerves and Gaussian splitting to be able to work in Unity or the the Unreal. It will be the other way around. The Unreal Engine and Unity will adjust. There will be plugins. There will be add-ons that will be working directly with with these formats, and there already are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to say. Yeah. So, so I saw so you posting the, a few things about so that the, too. Yeah. So the gaming uh, industry and and uh, also VFX uh, industry, it's it's going to be changed inside. It's it's not like. We need to transform Gaussian splitting model into a 3D mesh model. Forget 3D meshes. <laughs> mm. uh, it's it's, uh, it's going to change. Like uh, I think, okay, I think the, we need the, some... the physics. It, it, it is something that we need to deal with. Uh, like the yes. physics is uh, is a real problem because uh, unlike the 3D mesh where you have uh, polygons, you have you have planes where, where, which you can identify and and touch uh, virtually. Uh, in Gaussian Spain, there, there's nothing like that because these these are uh, all just just like the uh, virtual visuals, right? There there is nothing to touch. Uh, yeah. In, in in the game, right? But but this will change. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, this will, will be solved, and 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 companies are working on it. So it's it's not like I'm dreaming about something that that's something that is being dealt with. So yeah, because I wanted to know more about that, like this specific thing, which is like um like the workflow between these two worlds because now we have in 3d like in the unphysical space we already have like two like uh, forces that are against each other like almost against each other but i think they are already working together as well it's the um the the traditional way of doing things like how i learned to do 3d like how 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 most of you know 3d artists are still today doing 3d but this new thing that you're talking about like it it doesn't have a mesh like it doesn't have polygons like what are we doing here yeah. right? like so how, <laughs> so how do we how do we combine because i saw like some combinations in unreal man it looked so good it looked so interesting as well like at the same time it was such an interesting space it's almost like a dream you know when when i said forget mesh i didn't mean that you will not going to work with meshes anymore that, that's not what i said i said that forget mesh because you don't need a mesh from from nerf or gaussian yeah. splatting you will be able to come to to i don't know blender unity uh or unreal or any other kind of, of software. you will be you will be able to to load the nerf or or gaussian splatting it will be working uh flawlessly and you will be able to add uh, mesh into that, so you can combine Gaussian splittings with uh, with the meshes uh, that you are using for other stuff. And instead of modeling the whole scene of of different uh, objects, uh, I don't know, furnitures and, and some some environment and, and so on, instead of modeling everything, you will be using uh, the Gaussian splitting. And these mm-hmm. these abuse, right? Yeah, yeah. Another thing that I that I like about this new technique is how they render like reflections. Mm-hmm. It's a complete mm-hmm. a new thing. It's again, it's yeah, another. That, yeah, that's that's something that, that was impossible with uh, with photogrammetry. So yeah, yeah. It always like uh, pe- yeah. people are, people are are like haters usually say that ah, oh, what's the accuracy of this? I'm like. What accuracy? That's not for accuracy. Come on, that's that's not a survey tool. We are not mm. here to measure a building with this. Like, the purposes of this are totally different. So, 
Exactly. I never answer the, the, the questions about accuracy. Of course, the accuracy is shitty because you don't have it in scale. But yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. That, that will be solved also. Like, okay, not right now because uh, this is not like the, the main problem that is being solved uh, with the, with the GoSync splatting, right? Because developers are trying to uh, do as good visual as, as possible. But uh, in later stages, we will be adding uh, new new features, new mm-hmm. uh, UX, UI um, interfaces, and that's the time where we will be able probably input targets on on the ground or around the objects, uh, which can add the scaling yeah. solution, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Probably we will be we will be probably able to to. Uh, not remodel because it's not a model, but uh, for example, to to erase some parts because mm-hmm. it will be able to. Uh, it, it it will be something like like now you can do this uh, paint on texture, right? You have this 3D model with textures, and you are able to paint on it or erase some stuff from it, and the software knows how to repair all the textures that are back, uh, on the background of, of it, right? So. I, I really think that this will be the future, that we will be able to take uh, Nerf or Gaussian splatting. We can erase something from that and it will be able to analyze them and to repair everything on the background, on, on the images that, that were used for the reconstruction. Uh, this is like the mm, too futuristic, but uh, I think we're, we're just getting there. Like yeah. I really think that 3D meshes uh, will be uh, facing uh, huge competition and uh, no, I think, more, I think more like yeah, they, they are not going to disappear. But uh, like for for many stuff that uh, uh, right now is that, that right now meshes are used for many of of stuff. Uh, the Gaussian splitting on nerves will be used instead. Yeah. So last uh, question, but not least, like if you can leave the listeners with one last takeaway. What tools would you advise them to focus on? Mm, but from from which which part or from which industry? Because 3D is very broad, like like we said earlier, right? Yeah, I would say I would say like in terms of like now that like with all the knowledge that you know <coughs> about you, where where the rendering is going, and also like how you know it's shaping. The, you know, okay, the... I, I I will give you something that that, okay. that would be for everybody, right? <laughs> uh, you uh, you certainly noticed the mm, the updates from from uh, Apple and Meta. Yeah, they the, are uh, all getting into into in, they are all getting into special world and uh, uh, like three D is the future. The main reason is because 2D is against my religion, as you know. <laughs> but <laughs> the second most important reason is because uh, they also feel like the, the 3D is the is the future for basically whole our world, right? So uh, it doesn't matter if you're a 3D modeler or if you're a surveyor or if you are from any other industry, uh, like you're a facility manager or anything else. Uh, you will be using 3D in any kind of way. And uh, the easiest thing right now, how to get into 3D and to get a touch of it, you know, just just that feeling, uh, what it is to scan something and have it in 3D in your mobile 
is just really starting with with some uh, some uh, apps for for your iPhone or for any kind of phone, and just to start scanning something. Like uh, you can download right now. You can download, for example, Luma AI, or you can yeah. uh, download Polycam. Uh, yeah. These these two. Luma AI is crazy. These are, yeah, these are like like totally crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is so much money invested and. And they are developing stuff that we cannot even imagine right now, <laughs> and they are already working on it. So, so I would uh, I would suggest these two apps to start with, and just take your phone from your from your uh, pocket, scan your first Apple or your first uh, shoe or whatever, and just just get that feeling. How how does it feel if you yeah. if you just take that physical world in, into a virtual one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely step number one. And obviously the listeners are, you know, 3D artists, they are very creative. They know what to do with that, with those files. So with that said, man, I thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your knowledge. For everyone who's listening, also thank you for listening. But at the same time, check out what, what, uh, Michael is doing on LinkedIn as well. Like he has tons of, you know, value to add to, uh, to you and everyone else. So thank you so much, my free time. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, if I said something stupid, stupid, I don't care. I'm, I'm not publicly. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's you. It's uh, you. So I'm, not publicly, I'm not publicly, I'm not publicly traded company. So I, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like the podcast is all about being yourself. And I think you, you are, you exactly. are, you know, you are adding a lot of value. So thank you for that. Thank you very much again for, for uh, having me here. It, it was really nice to talk to you. Have a great day. All right, so that was good, man. I'm gonna cut it, of course. There, let me see where I composed the screen share. It was good, man.